mm-hmm. that that has you constantly trying to move about in life uh, in survival yes. mode. And then you come to that thrive all mode where all of us have better in us. Mm-hmm. All of us have healthier in us. But it's your imagination. What does it look? What do I look like when I'm healed? Ooh. That's one thing that, girl, that's a whole nother conversation about what I was going through at the mm-hmm. same time with what you were going through. But I had to actually, I went to the ending first. I said, this world has so much trauma in it. We mm-hmm. got 7 billion traumatized human creators running around the earth, experiencing right. psychological trauma, slaps left and right. Um, how do we heal? What does a healthy world look like? Welcome to the I Am Worthy podcast, where we don't believe in choosing between this or that, but instead we are worthy of it all. I am your host, Brittany Noel, and despite being a licensed therapist, I know better than anybody what it's like to struggle with the doubt and fears behind the pursuit of your success in life, love, and your purpose. So join me as I uncover the secrets to becoming unapologetically worthy so that you can have, do, and be all things. Hey, everybody, welcome back to another episode of the I Am Worthy podcast. I am very excited that you guys are here. And this conversation was inspired by one of my Tuesday night lives. If you guys follow me on Instagram, I go, I go live every Tuesday night. And everybody had questions about what does it mean to create healthy relationships with toxic and dysfunctional family members? How do you set boundaries? How do you evolve into the next level of who you're going to be? but you're not surrounded by people who can really support you in that. So that's what I want to talk about today. You know, when I left my mother's house, by everyone's standard, I was successful sure. because I had put myself through undergrad. I had graduated through under um, graduate school. I'm now a successful therapist at one of the you know top hospitals in Houston. So everyone looks at me and they're like, oh, she's great. Yeah, she got it together. She's yeah. wonderful. Yeah. And I'm like, well, I am, but <laughs> <laughs> you're right. <laughs> no, but my transition happened when, uh, so first of all, you guys, Dr. Curry was with me when I had the revelation yeah. <laughs> that I was supposed to be a speaker yeah. and that I was supposed to be coaching. And I did not take that revelation well. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> it, it was like, it was a struggle. This is not what I thought was going to happen. I yeah. had other plans. Right. Yeah. So when God called me to what I'm supposed to do, it was a rough transition. Mm-hmm. And what made it difficult was that I had created a life where I was like, okay, by society standards, by my family background, yeah. I'm successful. I'm one of the most successful people in my family, mm-hmm. right? So I didn't made it. We're mm-hmm. good. Mm-hmm. And then God called me into the higher version of who I was to become. And that put me into a totally different world yeah. than what I was used to. And the struggle was seeing myself as what God called me and told me that I was. Sure. And I always related to being feeling like I was in that valley of dry bones mm-hmm. because I was like, the things that God was asking me to do, I was like, I can't do that. Girl, listen. Like, like, and the the valley around me was everything that I've just come from. Yeah. Like, I'm, I'm, I come from poverty. Yeah. I come from life. I made it to the mountaintop. Exactly. How am I going to leave the mountaintop trying to go out here in a space that I don't know? And I tell people all the time that what had to happen was the shift from a survival mindset into my thriving mindset. And when you talk about hard. Yeah. Because my entire life, all I've seen is dry bones. Yeah. 
And you telling me to go do what? Yeah, something that I've something I've never experienced for myself. It's like you can't exactly. be what you haven't seen. I have seen. no point of reference. And there are so many people who have not experienced unconditional love. No. There are so many people who have grown up in dysfunctional environments. And it's not to say that it was not loving in their dysfunctional way. Exactly, in their dysfunctional way. In, in their dysfunctional way. But now you're trying to be healthy in the midst of dysfunction, and you've never seen healthy. How do you create something seemingly out of the blue? Exactly. But that's the beauty of being human is that whatever we believe, mm -hmm. we make operative. Mm -hmm. That's why I say the God in us is so powerful. And wow. you have to know that psyche, mm -hmm. the, the, the part of yourself that's your thoughts, your emotions, your mind, your imagination, your vision building, that's your spirit. That's your spirit anatomy. And no matter what happens to you in life, it's there waiting for you to use it to your benefit. And if you believe that I'm forever damaged because of how I grew up, or I'm forever damaged because of the things I was called, or I'm forever damaged because someone sexually violated me, or I'm a hoe, I'm a this, I'm a that, all these words mm -hmm. that we learn to apply to ourselves, they're as thin as the wind. Wow. Because they're only as powerful as your belief in them. Mm. But if you start, Build, rebuilding your identity not based on what other people have told you mm -hmm. but who I want to be right then you shed that protective personality that trauma uh mask that you wear mm -hmm. that that has you constantly trying to move about in life uh in survival yes. mode and then you come to that thrive all mode where all of us have better in us mm -hmm. all of us have healthier in us but it's your imagination. What does it look, what do I look like when I'm healed? Ooh. That's one thing that, girl, that's a whole nother conversation about what I was going through at the mm -hmm. same time with what you were going through. But I had to actually, I went to the ending first. I said, this world has so much trauma in it. We mm -hmm. got 7 billion traumatized human creators running around the earth, experiencing right. psychological trauma, slaps left and right. Um, how do we heal? What does a healthy world look like? What does a healthy society, what does a healthy individual look like? And it starts with education about yourself, your brain, your body, your behavior, and digging into your life and right. looking at your traumas. Girl, you could have you knocked me over with a feather when I'm sitting in here, have treated thousands of people with trauma, and then realize, shit, I'm traumatized too. <laughs> I'm looking back at my life like, dang, I went through parents who had a divorce and custody battles and I went through uh, uh having lack and uh growing growing family growing financially but being the only you know black kid in a mostly predominantly white environment and all the other um things that being an African-American woman racism and sexism and all of the things that uh, uh shaped mm -hmm. the way that I had made choices and decisions and I was like dang they ain't taught us shit about how powerful our emotions are and how much they affect the way that we make choices and make our decisions. So then it was me having to go back and say, who does uh, Dr. Alana want to be? Absolutely. And how do I want to interact? I don't want to go off on people. I don't want to be damaging people with my words when I know that I can help heal right. them. How do I pull myself in so that I have control over this mm -hmm. animal? And then I don't have to worry about these other people that I don't have control over. Eek. Exactly. As long as I have control over, over me, me, then I know I can keep myself right. peaceful. I can keep my mind joyful. I can operate in gratitude. 
and I can do radical acceptance, mm-hmm. accepting people for who they are, right? Understanding where they're coming from and why they're messed up, and it's given look, it gave me so much peace, absolutely. Because I look at other folks and I'd be like, "Oh, you still primitive, huh? <laughs> you know, you still that's that's what we doing today." Mm-hmm. But it doesn't have to pull me right. into it because I understand their programming goes far beyond this little superficial interaction with me. Really, you and, and really for me. I love that you said the protective personality because when I'm standing in my valley of dry bones, that was the first thing I had to give up. Mm-hmm. And that was when I had coined 2020, my year of transparency. Yeah. Because I knew that I was, when I'm sitting on the couch with my therapist and they say, oh, now you're finally being real. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm sorry, what? Yeah. I've been, I thought I was being real. The I whole was time. being real. Yeah. No. They're like, no, we on session There's, six and you just yeah. now, you're just now showing up. Yeah. And I'm like, no, I've been here. And they were like, no, you, you physically, you have been here. Right. But e- mentally and emotionally, you blocked me out mm-hmm. and not even realizing All it. is well. Right. <laughs> right. I'm like, I'm wonderful. How are you? Absolutely. <laughs> What's going on? And that's, that is the, I think the beauty of understanding that you live long enough, you're going to experience mm-hmm. psychological trauma. It can remove the stigma that we mm-hmm. have about having struggles or mental health exactly. challenges or emotional roller coasters because we all get slapped sometimes by yes. life and by society and by our experiences. So you can't get rid of trauma, but you can control how you allow it to uh, change your beliefs. Exactly. And you can control what you tell yourself right. about your story. And a lot of us need to rewrite that story. Rewrite And your change story. the words that we mm-hmm. use on ourselves. I started yes. with mirror work, yes. looking in the mirror and seeing myself outside of myself. Mm-hmm. being able to say okay my version of myself hones in on all the things that I don't like about myself because I got these this brain systems this raz these mm-hmm. uh, parts of me that are going to draw my attention to yep. the painful things but I can adjust my perspective Absolutely. I can adapt the way that I think about it and I can allow other healthier ideas mm-hmm. to and tell them to myself until right. they become who I am and Absolutely. how I feel about myself And rewriting your story is one, giving you permission to write it with you as the victor instead Mm -hmm. of the victim. Mm -hmm. Because I I have to remind my clients, like, so you survive that, right? Right. Because we're so stuck in, well, this is what I went through. Yeah. Forgetting the fact this is what I survived. This is what I survived. Because what I went through makes me powerless. Right. What I survived makes me powerful. Sure. Right. And telling your story in a different way to yourself and to other people is going to help all those other people. I know so many people who are like, I feel like I'm alone. I feel like I'm crazy in what I'm going through. I feel like I'm trapped. But the reality is, is that if we were in a society that told the truth about our emotions, see, we've been taught to think that emotions are weak. They should be hidden. They should be ignored. Um, You shouldn't have them at all. Mm -hmm. Um, But the reality is, is that that's coming from a, primitive traumatized patriarchal society that values physical strength over psychological strength exactly but the reality is that when you can be vulnerable when you can express emotions exactly when you can communicate despite being in pain but still wrestle out the words and the behaviors and the actions that are going to take you towards healing man there's no power like it it's addictive absolutely you, you, you're like oh this peace this feels so good Girl. When I got my what? first, and, and when I tell you, when I when I moved away from my family, and I really and I left my last relationship, 
that was the first time that I actually experienced peace. Yeah. And when I tell you it, it's, it is, it's addictive, but it's like, oh, I'm never, <laughs> if you come in my life and think you're yeah. going to disrupt this piece yeah, no. over here. Yeah. You mean, cause in my last relationship, I literally, and telling y'all, we should definitely talk about the symptoms of trauma. This conversation going for a while, yeah. but because I couldn't sleep, I was taking sleep aids every mm-hmm. night to go to sleep. Mm-hmm. And so when I finally got to the point where I'm sleeping like a baby with no problems and I'm just mm-hmm. like, Oh no, I'm yeah. never losing sleep over anything or anybody ever again. Yeah. And so you become protective of your growth. Absolutely. And um, when we talk about self-identity, once you've created the identity of who you want to become, you have to draw boundaries to protect it. Absolutely. And what we, as a society, because we've been ignored invisible things like emotions and mm-hmm. boundaries and compassion and empathy, because we don't talk enough about these concepts, they are, they've been run over, mm. run roughshod, right? Like who, who, how many families do you see that really do have healthy boundaries? Yeah. Uh, not a whole lot. Yeah. Uh, especially in the African-American community, because we're coming out of so much trauma. We're coming out of so much of a damaging era. But the good news is, is that you don't have to wait on anybody else to do your healing. Because once you acknowledge like, Mm, that thing affected me and that situation affected me. And hey, I'm still um, I'm still not over that relationship. Not that I'm still stuck on the person, but I'm still damaged by what happened exactly. and creating drama or jealousy or other issues in my life because I don't know healthy love. Right. Then you stop and you start taking care of yourself exactly. and giving yourself the healthy love. Like, hey, I, was, I bought myself flowers the other day. Like, hey, I want flowers. Buy myself some flowers. Do beautiful things for yourself. Say no to people that challenge your uh, 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 your boundaries and don't respect your boundaries. Absolutely. And peace is like a compass. It's your North Star. When you are dealing with people and you begin to recognize that this person either improves my life and improves my peace and my ability to be myself and be the healthiest or this person takes away from that and mm-hmm. causes me drama and right. makes me wonder or question myself, then you can do the work of asking, first of all, is it them or me? Because there's usually, it's not even them or me, it's them and me. Right, right. What part of this is them and what part of this is me? Exactly. And if you can heal the parts of yourself that, okay, are they really cheating on me or am I just so um, traumatized right. by the past situation that I'm overly jealous or accu- at making accusations that will take them away from me, even though what I really want is closeness. Right. And being able to recognize the difference between your uh, actual trauma or perceived trauma is so powerful because then it allows you to say, wait a minute, I can calm myself down. I can reset because I can recognize where this is coming from something in the past and it's not my now. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Listen, you guys, this we is, could go all day. <laughs> we can go all we used to go all day. <laughs> we did. We did. Um yeah, I I I know that this this was a conversation that had to happen. Um, because I know a lot of, you know, the people who are following me, you know, they're making the bold decisions that they have to make to say I'm creating a new identity. Yeah. And giving themselves permission to walk away from their environments and the people that are in them. Um, and they're trying to navigate that. So I thank you so much. 
for coming on the show and having this conversation with me. Sure. Um, I could not have had it this conversation without you. I'm Period. Okay. <laughs> so you guys, um, I encourage you to, to do your work um, within yourself so that it will then spread out onto the people around you. Um, and I think Dr. Um, Alana, tell the people where they can follow you so that they can get more of this information because you put this information out all the time. Absolutely. You can follow me on all the social media platforms, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, LinkedIn, YouTube, and you can sign up for the Dr. Alana Trauma Recovery Institute at da-tri.org to try da-tri.org where you can learn more about your brain, your body, your behavior and how trauma impacts us all, mm -hmm. but trauma hurts, empathy heals. Absolutely. And I, I always encourage uh, my clients to go to her when I know that there that there's so much complex trauma that sometimes just going to the therapist doesn't cut it. Sometimes mm -hmm. just going to, you know, anything, a seminar, a podcast that you really need um, the psychiatry component that's going to help you um, understand what's going on with you um, on a deeper level. Yeah. So I thank you so much for coming. Thank you. I remember one day um, after you read my book mm -hmm. made for this on Amazon, um, you text me and told me that you, after reading my book, you realized that you felt as if you had stopped growing mm -hmm. and that you were still on your journey to figuring out who am I? Exactly. I felt like when I read that book, you were talking strictly to me. Well, I'm glad you felt that way, but it, it I did. didn't. <laughs> I know you wasn't, but it just, it's like every, when I was reading that book, everything was just hitting so hard. And it's like God was just saying, you know, a child shall leave. You're my child. Mm. A lot of my healing has come from watching you and listening to you. Mm. Um, my healing started with you. Mm. Um, reading that book really opened up some doors for me and made me make some decisions, some more decisions. And that's just recently. Mm -hmm. uh, but I've made other decisions mm -hmm. concerning my life. Right. And they all come from that book. So if no one has read that book made for me, <laughs> made, no, for, made this. for this mm -hmm. by Brittany Noel, please get that book and read it. I sent that book to a lot of my sisters and brothers at church. Mm -hmm. um, so I hope and pray they got it because mm -hmm. I really wanted them to read it. But, um, yeah. Yeah. And I, I was telling Dr. Alana that um, it, one of the, my toughest transition was really creating the identity of who I wanted to be outside of what I grew up in, mm -hmm. what I knew my entire life. And it's hard. <laughs> it's scary. It um, especially for our lineage. One, one of the things I'm very clear about um, in my relationship with God is that he revealed to me that I am in our bloodline, the legacy builder mm -hmm. that by my life alone and how I've chosen to live and the, the things that I do differently, that this is the reason why my nieces and nephews 
won't have the same experience that I had. It won't be as hard for them as it was for me because I'm choosing to live a certain type of way Um, in all aspects, not just financially and monetarily, but, you know, giving themselves permission to heal Mm -hmm. instead of perpetuating broken cycles Mm -hmm. and knowing, oh, I, I at least have a model of what healthy looks like. Exactly. Where for us, I was like, who? <laughs> who is the model? So I I have always applauded you because even in the midst of all your brokenness, even in the midst of all of your pain, at the end of the day, what was very clear was that you were for your children. That by any means necessary, you were going to do what you needed to do um, to protect your, ch- your children. Exactly. Um, so I've always admired you for that well thank you i appreciate it that means so much to hear you say that i'm glad i'm glad (laughs) so thank you so much for stopping by the i am worthy podcast um i know that um this is going to be healing for a lot of women just because there are so many women who haven't had these conversations with their mothers and hopefully this will bring a change Mm -hmm. at least give them the Nest the um what's the word I'm looking for? Skills. Not the skills, but the you know, to get up and go to motivation. Motivation to yes. To just go and do it. Yeah. Go and talk to them. And I think one of the things that helps is that, you know, I don't have an expectation for you to be anything other than who you are exactly and you don't expect anything from me to be other than what i am so at any given time we're very open with each other about what we want and what we don't want right um and allowing our truths to be our truths without telling each other this is how you should be this is the way it should be it just is what it is and we respect each other's is exactly yeah so thank you for coming and by this makes it work it does it makes it work and function in a healthy way instead of the friction that you feel when you're trying to force something to be different. Exactly. Absolutely. So you guys heard it here first. I am the favorite child. And (laughs) um, I hope you guys have really been able to hear the conversation between Dr. Dr. Alana and myself, my mother and myself, and ask yourself, how can I apply this into my life and take my life to the next level with everybody in your in your life, your mother, your father, sister, brother, cousin, coworker, boyfriend, husband, that without these conversations, so much goes missed. And then we create in our heads what we think is happening, which is never positive. And then we respond with more brokenness. Talk. Talk. So I encourage healing for everybody listening to this podcast. Um, you know, um, let me say one more thing. Mm-hmm. You uh Remember y'all used to tell me I'm, I talk too much. What? Your brothers used to tell me, you say the same thing over and over again. They still tell me that. Mm-hmm. And what did I tell y'all? I'll talk to you till I'm blue in the face. Mm. If you got children, it don't matter. Talk to them till they are blue in the face. If you didn't say it once, say it 25 more times. Let them know. Whatever you're feeling, I'm not saying emotions. I'm saying life skills, emotions, love. If they're doing something that you think they can do better at, tell them. 
put talking should be a thing that you can do with without just like you snap your fingers. Talk to them. As you're walking around the house, talk to them. You know, I used to wait for meetings. We're going to have a meeting night. No, we don't need to wait for no meeting. Let's talk now. Let's do this, do this now. And my sons and my daughters would tell me, you talk, you say it over and over. And I tell them, you know what? And I'm going to say it because evidently you ain't getting it because you're doing the same thing. So one day when you're doing the same thing or you're getting ready to mess up, you're going to hear my voice telling you something that you say I have been telling you over and over and you're going to change. You're going to do something else and do the right thing. So they may not do it then and they may not do it when you expect them to, but eventually they are going to hear that voice and they are going to do what they need to do. Absolutely. So talk to them. Talk to them constantly. You know, don't wait. Don't start no meetings. I mean, start a meeting, but don't wait on a meeting. We can talk all day long, all night long. Call me. We got a a Celica phone. Call me if we need to. Cell phones. We have cell phones. (laughs) We have um, iPhones and Androids. (laughs) Well, you know what a Celica phone is. No, I do not. I know it's cell phone. (laughs) You guys, this has been an amazing series of the I Am Worthy podcast. I appreciate you guys so much for sticking in with me and your comments, your likes, your shares. Make sure that you are sending this to the family members that may need it, you know, (laughs) the people that you lovingly want to encourage to move forward. Um, But again, until our next series, our next episode, you guys, I will see you guys later.